Tech on Demand podcast brought to you by Grower Talks. Audio Files, Episode 33 Floral Packaging Evolved. From the October 2023 issue of Grower Talks magazine. Written by Sarah Evanson. Narrated by Bill Calkins. Floral Packaging Evolved. It was 3 p.m. on Thursday, and the vibrant allure of a post-pandemic floral show was unmistakable. The expansive venue buzzed with excitement as attendees reveled in the joy of reconnecting in person. We were back, and the atmosphere was nothing short of glorious. Amidst the enthusiasm, a question echoed like a refrain. What do you have that's new? Everyone wanted to know, except this year, that rotating query had evolved. Instead of asking about the latest trends or product innovations, there was a palpable shift towards sustainability. What an exciting twist! But were people finally ready to embrace sustainable products? This is the scene that was set at the International Floriculture Expo in June of 2022. All the right people started asking all the right questions, which foreshadowed the wave of yes to sustainable that was about to take center stage. But this exploration wasn't confined to one booth. As you move from one exhibit to another, you'd encounter a plethora of divergent answers. How does one make a choice amidst this sea of conflicting opinions, misinformation, greenwashing, and an overwhelming array of options? I'll be the first to admit that navigating sustainability is complicated. It's not enough to depict the mountains of legal documents I've gotten lost under while trying to decipher the best path forward. Is it better to recycle or better to compost? What does post-consumer recycled content even mean? What can I recycle at my house? I'll even admit I spent the better part of two years tossing a container into my recycling bin, only to later discover it wasn't on the short list of items my city recycled. I, an ardent supporter and passionate advocate for all things recycling and sustainability, was guilty of contaminating the recycling stream. With so much stacked against us, how do we choose the best path forward? Deco Wraps Evolve Flex products affordably answer all your questions about sustainability, but instead of making this sound like a commercial, I thought I'd offer you the same knowledge, tools, and strategies we use when developing a product in an attempt to bring order to the confusion that is rampant, simplify the complicated, and ultimately help us all just do the right thing for the environment. First, let's talk about recycling, a solid step towards sustainability. If a product can be turned into a new one after a consumer is finished with it, we can save Earth's precious natural resources. But what types of flexible packages are actually recyclable? Just because a product has a chasing arrows symbol doesn't mean it will end up being recycled. In fact, in many cases, it probably won't. So how do you determine if your product meets all the requirements for recyclability claims? Our go-to resource is How to Recycle. They're a group of experts whose mission it is to get more materials in recycling bins by taking the guesswork out of recycling. The intention of their labeling system is to reduce confusion by creating a clear label that conveys to consumers how to recycle a package. Their labels follow the U.S. Federal Trade Commission and Competition Bureau Canada's guidance. If you want to know if a product is recyclable and ensure it won't get you in a snag for claiming so, How to Recycle is a remarkable resource. One of the invaluable things I've learned from How to Recycle is that we need to stop calling products that are recyclable on a technicality recyclable. 
The Federal Trade Commission states that unless 60% of the population has access to recycle a product, you cannot claim that it's recyclable without qualifications. Additionally, the Environment and Climate Change Canada's consultation paper suggests a future of regulations even more strict than the U.S., where 80% of the population would need to have recyclability access to call a product recyclable. Sure, technically, polypropylene films like BOPP are recyclable, and if you found a facility that would recycle BOPP or CPP, then it absolutely could be done. But right now, it's just not common enough to meet FTC regulations, and so it's thus misleading to claim these materials are recyclable. But more is at stake than just misleading the consumer. There are real penalties in California. For example, for a product that displays a chasing arrow symbol, statements, or directions deemed to be deceptive or misleading. Colgate knows this all too well, having recently been hit with false ad lawsuits for claiming their toothpaste tubes were recyclable. Making misleading claims now has actionable consequences that can hit your business profit margin in detrimental ways. So if not BOPP, what does How to Recycle approve for recyclability? HDPE and LDPE films are commonly recycled. Though not in curbside bins in the United States, there is extensive infrastructure already in place throughout the U.S. for consumers to bring their used bags or wraps for recycling at store drop-off. Deco Wraps Evolve Flex HDPE, a sleeve made with at least 90% post-consumer recycled plastic, excluding the inks, for example, can have instructions that state, if clean and dry, recycle it store drop-off in plastic wrap bins. With so much widespread contradiction, what do you do if someone's claiming a product is recyclable or sustainable, but you're not sure the claims are valid and don't want to end up in a litigation scandal? Some of the best advice I've received in all this research was simply ask for the data. For a product to be recyclable, it needs to be able to be sorted and separated into like materials, and nothing that's part of its formula can cause contamination to the recycling stream. If the product cannot be backed by data, such as how to recycle label, lab testing, or chain of origin information and vetting, it's probably best to avoid it. Post-consumer recycled content is another way to take measurable steps towards sustainability. After a consumer is finished using a product, if they throw it in the recycling bin, it can be turned again into raw materials, which are converted into new products with PCR content. Evolve Flex CDP and HDPE are both made with 90% PCR materials and can be used to make sleeves, pot covers, sheets, or almost anything traditional materials can make. The beauty of these products is that even though we can't control how a consumer disposes of it, as a buyer you can make a measurable difference by buying products that use as little virgin natural resources as possible. To put it into perspective, consider this. If you buy sleeves made with 90% PCR content instead of with virgin materials, for every 200 million sleeves used, you'd be saving 1,000 tons worth of plastic made from virgin fossil fuels. The power these choices hold in helping the environment are nothing short of incredible. But the story doesn't end here. And I'd be oversimplifying this subject by claiming everything you need to know about sustainable packaging could fit in a few pages. There's no easy answer, but with these tools, you have a great place to start making decisions that will catalyze real change. Retailers are setting goals for sustainability that demand we change the status quo, and it started a force that continues to grow exponentially. With updates in technology, affordable pricing, and growing access to recycled content materials, 
Finally, we can make purchases that aren't only affordable, but make a real impact and can transform how our industry has an effect on the environment. The end. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Audio Files from the Tech on Demand podcast brought to you by Grower Talks. Please take a minute to leave us a positive review. It'll help us reach more greenhouse professionals. Thank you.